Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Pump It Up. For today's episode, I wanted to talk about my experience using the Dexcom CGM and just give a little review on it and share my thoughts and experiences with using it. So if you've been thinking about trying the Dexcom and want to learn more about it, um, this episode is for you. Or if you also use one and, you know, want to know if I've had some of the same experience as you, or honestly, this episode is just for everyone. But before we get into it, let's do our weekly segments. So first of all, what's my BG? Um, let's look and see. Um, as I'm recording, I'm currently 149 and heading slightly down. Um, pretty good. We'll take it in range. Um, and then next is my happies and crappies for this past week. Um, I'm recording this on a Wednesday, Wednesday evening. So the week is only halfway over, but we'll just recap the past half of a week or so. So for my happy, um, today was a really good day. Um, it was my day off and it was warm and sunny outside. So I just woke up at my leisure, didn't set an alarm for the morning, then I made breakfast and I went for my walk. Then um, I went and got Starbucks. I got their new paradise drink and it was really good. I recommend. Um, then I sat outside and read for a little while and yeah it's just been a pretty good day um other than that uh, i went walking with a friend on monday that was fun um yeah other than that i haven't really done much um then for my crappy for the week i'm going to a funeral tomorrow i'm singing at a funeral actually and you know funerals are always sad so i guess that's my crappy for the week And yeah, that's all for our weekly segments this time around. So now for the Dexcom. So I started using the Dexcom about four years ago. So that was right before I started my senior year of high school. Um, I started off using the G5 and then I upgraded to the G6 in uh, I think January or so of last year. So the beginning of 2021, around that time. And I've liked it. Um, I've liked using it. The G5, I don't know if people are still able to get the G5. I think that the G6 is what you'll get if you start using it now. But with that one, for anyone who hasn't used it, your sensor session lasts for seven days and then you'd have to change it and put on a new sensor at the end of that seven days. But with the G6, your sensor session is 10 days long. So it's a little longer. Um, And the Dexcom is two pieces. You have the sensor and the transmitter. The sensor is what actually goes in your arm and on your arm. It has a really thin needle that goes under your skin. It's so thin, it's really more like a wire. And then your transmitter snaps into your sensor. Um, And the sensor is what you'll replace and you'll throw away every 10 days when you change it. But the transmitter you keep and you'll use for about three months before the battery runs out and you have to replace it. And then um, with the Dexcom to see your blood sugars, you can get a separate receiver that you can see your data on. But I just use the app on my phone that connects to the Dexcom so I can see my data on my phone. And then that also connects to my Fitbit watch so I can see my data right on my watch too. So that is what it is and what the different parts are to it and how it's used. So now let's talk some general pros and cons of the Dexcom. So the pros of it, it's very helpful both during the day and at night. Um, During the day when you're busy and you're going back and forth from maybe work or school um, and when you're driving around, especially 
for me as a college commuter, I commute to school, um, it's very helpful to not need to prick your finger um, before you get in the car and drive or while you're at work or in class. And you can just see the data of what your sugar is right there on your receiver or your phone. Um, and it's very helpful for alerts at night too while you're sleeping if it'll tell you if you're high or low and you need to get up and eat or correct. Um, and you can also set alarms to tell you when it starts dropping or rising. Um, I don't have the notifications on for that, but I know that it's a thing that you can do. Um, and the 24-7 data is helpful for seeing trends in your blood sugar and how different foods can spike your sugar. And then you're able to change your treatment plan or your treatment decisions and your doses based on that data. So that's all super helpful. Um, and next, some general cons. Uh, with the Dexcom, you're constantly getting alerts and, and notifications if it's on your phone. Um, I just did an episode last week on how having the Dexcom on your phone can make it difficult to create a healthy relationship with your phone because you have to keep your phone with you um, in and in range all the time to get blood sugar readings. Like if I leave my phone upstairs and I go downstairs, then I'll lose signal. So that can just make things difficult for you. Um, and it can be overwhelming to constantly be able to see your data from the CGM. Um, and then you can see all of the spikes and the highs that you might not have felt or noticed without it. And it's another thing that you always have to have attached to you if you also use a pump. I don't use a pump, so it's not a big deal. It's the only thing that I have to have on me. But if you use a pump, then you also have to rotate that. You have two things that you have to rotate between your different sites on you and two things to have on you at all times. And then there's the added expense, obviously. It can get pricey and you have the added expense of both the sensors and the transmitter. At first, my insurance didn't cover the cost of it, but now they do. So that was a blessing. But yeah, it's just another added expense on top of all of the other things that we have to pay for for diabetes. And another thing, it can be a struggle to keep it on, especially if you swim or you're just in the water a lot or have a job where you're outside or you're sweating a lot. It will start to kind of lose its stickiness and it'll start falling off and peeling off. But there are patches you can get to put over them. You actually can contact Dexcom and request a pack of them and they'll send them to you for free. And I know that there are other brands of patches that you can buy also that like come in pretty colors and designs. But if you do go with the Dexcom ones, request them pretty far in advance because it'll take a couple weeks for you to get them in the mail. I actually, two weeks or so ago, I used my last one and I desperately needed another one because my sensor was falling off. And so I called, well, actually I didn't call, you can go online and request them. And it was already falling off and then I needed to change it by the time, or like before I actually got the patches in the mail. So get them, ask for them a couple weeks in advance before you use your last one so that you aren't out completely when you desperately need them. Um, and I also use um, SkinTac. I recommend using the SkinTac to keep it on. It's the stuff that you can get to make like the surface of your skin stickier and it'll help your Dexcom stick longer. It comes in like a liquid form and also in the form of little wipes. I use the wipes um, and it can cause skin irritation. I will warn you, it does irritate my skin a little bit, but it's very helpful. So I still use it. I just suck it up. <laughs> But then if it does start coming off, um, if the Dexcom does start to come off, then your readings aren't gonna be as accurate. 
And there will probably be times where it'll start saying sensor error and you don't have any readings. And I find that turning my Bluetooth on my phone off and back on can help that. It can help kind of restart it, but yeah, it just gets funky if it starts falling off, if your sensor starts coming off. Um, another thing, the sensor, it's pretty small and pretty flat, so it usually doesn't get in the way, but you do have to be more careful around it so you don't accidentally rip it off. I actually, the first week I had it, my very first sensor, a few days into it, I had just gotten in the car to go to a musical rehearsal and it was on my arm and I reached into the back seat to grab something and it like got caught on the seat and it ripped the sensor halfway off. So then I had to change my brand new sensor, my first ever sensor, and yeah, it was tragic. So you've gotta be extra careful with it. Um, and also like when you're changing clothes or you're out shopping and trying on clothes, kinda have to be careful around it. But one nice thing is if you do have a sensor fail or malfunction, or if something like that story happens, Dexcom will usually send you a replacement sensor for free if you call them, so that is nice. Um, and another thing, there are ways to restart your sensor and make the same sensor last for another 10 days or like for another session. And that is a whole process, but you can search on YouTube. There are tutorials out there on how to do it. I remember when I first started using it, whenever my mom and I would go to change it or like to restart it, which shout out to my mom because she always helps me with it. But the tutorial we always watched on YouTube was this little girl who is explaining how to restart it while her mom helps her do it. And whenever, whenever we went to restart the sensor, my mom would go, okay, pull up the little girl, get that video of the little girl. So that was funny. And with inserting it, the insertion doesn't really hurt too bad. Sometimes if it hits a blood vessel, it will bleed. Um, but as they say, and I can testify to, bleeders are good readers. That sensor will likely work well for you during the week, so it's okay. Um, I've never had one like gush blood really bad, but I've seen people that that's happened to. But mine have mostly just been a little bit of blood when it does happen. But if it gushes blood, I've seen people post online that they will change it if that happens. But yeah, there's that to be aware of. Um, oh, one last funny story, Dexcom related story. The other day, um, my dad went to the pharmacy to pick up my new box of sensors, or at least we thought it was the new sensors, but then a few days later we went to change my sensor and realized we didn't have another one because the pharmacy had given us a new transmitter instead of the sensors. And the box, the label on the box even said sensors, like pack of three, but then it was a transmitter box and it had a transmitter inside. So there was a little oopsie somewhere along the line at the pharmacy. But yeah, then we called them and got it figured out and got new sensors the next day. But yeah, it was just another one of those things. But overall, in conclusion, I love the Dexcom despite the fact that I just listed way more cons than pros there, but the pros that are there are huge things and it's very helpful in my diabetes management. So overall, I like it and I recommend it, but you know, no technology will never be perfect. They all have their things, but yeah, overall, I recommend the Dexcom. And that is all I had for today. Um, I hope this episode was helpful for you if you've been thinking about getting the Dexcom or if not, I hope that you just feel encouraged that other people go through the same struggles in using a CGM and can relate.
So yeah, that's all. Thanks for listening. And until next time, bye.